This is Harry Hawk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of a game between the Washington Redskins and the Seattle Seahawks, and how Mike Shanahan was a complete and utter idiot in that game. This, and much, much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? Excellent! Dudes. Yeah. Were you just singing the fall guy? Yes. Like these 80 shows and like. Square pickup trucks jumping Ooh, over we've been, hills. We've been singing it. What is Dude, that? That's good that Real, is it Greatest American like, Hero? Was that? Was it Greatest American Hero or Real American Hero? What is that one called? Fall Guy. No, no, no. Yeah. The one we were singing before we started recording. Dude, that was the Greatest American Hero, man. Believe it or not, I'm <laughs> walking on air. That one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Aaron picked out like three words and he knew that song because I was going. He did. I never spend much time in school, but I and Aaron's like Fall Guy. It's funny. What is Fall Guy? Do I hire my body out for pay? Hey, hey. I, I got turned over Cheryl T's, blown up for Rocky Welch. What is BJ over. and the Bear? <laughs> I jumped out, fell out windows, and blew up cars. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. <laughs> he says, I might jump from an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. And then you see his truck go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Dudes, dudes, I know exactly why. Where we're thinking about 80s music right now because the hall gets retired. I was pretty sad about this. John was pretty happy. Oh, Josh made a joke about it. Texted <laughs> 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 me and he was like, he was like, dude, the hall gets retired today. And I was like, uh, how can you retire if you don't have a job? And Aaron said, and Aaron said they retired from wearing the costumes. I said, said, so what are they going to do now? Just go to football games, slackers. And Aaron said, as regular dudes, (laughs) no dresses. So they they retired as super fans. They're in the Hall of Fame. So are they going to take dresses and stuff and send them to the Hall of Fame? They'll be like on mannequins and whatnot now. Dude, think they about have to it. Find some big <laughs> mannequins to put them on in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> think so, about so it. Next year when RG3 goes in there, he won't be like, whoa, Sammy Ball. He'll be like, whoa, it's Boss Hoggett. <laughs> it's Boss Hoggett. Dude, <laughs> dude, they're and very special. Those mannequins up close. There's some of the few people in the Hall of Fame that are actually hadn't retired yet. You know what? Since we're talking about it, we got to put that picture of us with the Hogettes at the Hall of Fame on the website when we post our. We our always podcast. run into that one Hogette or two. Those two Hogettes, like the two dudes. I have no idea what their names are, but I always remember what they look like. The dude that always has the JMU dad pin. <laughs> it's like one dude with a beard, and then yeah. one, and then the other dude. And I can't even figure out how to describe him except with the big fake cigar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. But they also had like big, big, uh, like loads of bratwursts under their arms and stuff. Like they were like, <laughs> and like you would think they were a Chicago fan if you didn't know they were the Hogettes. These these guys were they they were something else, man. They they're were super special. fans, dude. They're 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 some of the original super fans. Super fans. Anyway, they said they were quitting because there was a new era of Redskins football. <clears throat> and you know, I I think that <laughs> I think it hit the right point. You know. There's probably always going to be a few dudes that that dress up as hogettes just to be old school and stuff, and that's cool. That'll be like like part of their thing, sure. their legacy. <laughs> and you know they they raised so much. They said millions of dollars for children's charities over the last thirty years. So that's awesome. Twenty years. Is it thirty? Holy crap! A long 30. time. Holy but they're crap. just going to go to the game as regular dudes like you and I. 
Yeah. And Chief Z. Because they're the unknown stuntmen that make Griffin such a star. I thought it was funny that they interviewed Joe Jacoby about him. <laughs> Joe Jacoby is all just like, one day I turn around, there's dudes in dresses behind the bench. <laughs> and then they kept multiplying. <laughs> what's, what's even cooler now is that you're going to realize that Joe Jacoby actually goes to the games because he's wearing regular dude outfits now. Joe Jacoby <laughs> is what you're going to find out is that Joe Jacoby was secretly a hogget. That's what I just said. That's dude. 20 years. Bum, bum, bum. It'd be like, oh, what hey, I, what's up? What's up, uh, uh, car salesman hogget? And he'll be like, no, no, I'm not car salesman hogget. I'm Joe Jacoby. Joe Jacoby. I've been the same guy for 20 years. And they'll be like, oh, wow. <laughs> car salesman hogget? Oh, well, car, car dealer. What's uh, up, JMU dad hogget? Yeah. What's up, you know, car dealership owner Hoghead? Who wants to place money on it? When that the Redskins a secret hard Hoghead? No, when the Redskins go to the Super Bowl, the Hoggets will have a reunion in their oh, costumes. Oh, that I I think absolutely. I I'll put ten dollars on it. That they won't, or they who's will? voting against? That they will. Oh yeah, they will. Yeah, definitely they will. Now, who's Let's going to put $10 on the next time the Redskins will go to the Super Bowl? Uh, no, I don't know. It, that's, it, it all depends on a certain guy's knee. It all oh, by depends. the way, dude, by dude. The way dude, dudes, welcome to Harry Hog Football. Episode number 316. Yeah, we're a little <laughs> ways into this thing before we even said that. Mm-hmm. We'd like and to thank our benevolent sponsor, Desmond Clee Lee. <laughs> Desmond Seeley <laughs> Esquire. <laughs> You can follow him on Twitter at Desmond C, as in the letter C, Lee, as in Robert E. Lee, Bruce Lee. Take your pick. <laughs> Desmond C. Lee, two. two. Because, because one De- wasn't available. C. Lee, one wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's see here. Let's uh, get right into this debacle of a game that we had to watch. Oh, First man. of all, the Seahawks suck. We were completely destroying them until our quarterback got injured. Yeah. yeah. Dude, our quarterback's been injured for a month. Well, until he was injured beyond belief and still played. Until he was incapacitated. Until he, until he still played. Yeah, yeah. Until Shanahan left him in for what? A little over two quarters? Half for of the month, game? Too long. Too long? For to be destroyed. Who, how many people out there were completely shocked? Like, like your jaw dropped when you saw him come back out on the field after halftime. Me. Good God. I was completely shocked when he came back in after that touchdown. I thought he just stayed in there to throw the touchdown in the first quarter, and then he was going out. And then I thought yeah, he should have been gone. Because yeah, he when they did that late time, hit on him on purpose. Kirk Cousins could have had time at that point to get into a rhythm and get things going. Kirk I mean, Cousins didn't have a chance when he came back in with like six something left. In Kirk the game. Cousins no, no could have just managed the game with a fourteen point lead. He's not. Yeah. He's not Jesus, dude. He can't work miracles at that point. I mean, well, even on. when he did come in, he moved the ball better than RG three did, and from the second quarter forward, dudes, there Lord. were only three people in the world that thought RG three should still be in that game, and one was him. RG three. One was Shanahan, and one was freaking Troy Aikman who. Why in the hell did we get a cowboy again on calling this game? And Joe Yuck. God, no, Joe Yuck didn't even say he agreed with it. Aikman in the third <laughs> quarter was like, it's like nobody on that sideline thinks RG3 should come out. And it was like, oh, uh, yeah, I bet everyone does except for Mike Shanahan and you. And RG3. And RG3. What were they I thinking? Think, well, here's Idiots. what I think. I think it's a blessing in disguise because. I don't. I don't. As much as I would have liked to have seen him play in this game and move the team forward and continue winning and we'd still be in this thing in the race for the chase or the hunt or whatever you want to call it for the uh, Super Bowl throughout the playoffs. playoffs. Whatever you call it, all right? Everybody calls it something different. Playoffs? I hear the whispers in my ear at night on my pillow. I'm still waiting to hear Um, why this is a blessing in disguise so I can disagree. Because look at the timing of this. Say say this injury had happened like a week before the Super Bowl, two two in a couple more weeks. Say he had played three more weeks. Well, that could make all the difference in like the first three games for next year. He went right out, went down. They discovered yes, he had already had it. You know, the injury from Baylor was needed repairing as well. 
He had the LCL, the MCL, um, and no, not the MCL. he didn't have the MCL. MCL. Oh, ACL the ACL, excuse me, and the and the what was the other thing? The medial um, meniscus. Meniscus. Yes. So he I, he needed work, and and all of that didn't happen in this game. You know, I think he's been limping around on it, and needing this surgery for weeks. That's my I, opinion. I think the ACL and, happened in this game. Okay. I, I think maybe it happened, Let's but re- I think re- it was bound to happen in the playoffs if it didn't happen in this game. And I'd rather it happen now and he can go get the surgery and let's pull Adrian Peterson out of the hat and see if he can, you know, (laughs) get himself back on the field within eight months so that we can have him healthy for a full season next year. All right. Do you want to know what I think? I think a, he injured, re injured the LCL in the first quarter, which weakened his knee and allowed the ACL to be injured. Therefore, if he would have been pulled out in the first quarter, maybe he wouldn't have had the ACL injury which is quite possibly yep. endangering his entire career now. He might not come back. Because that's the second time that ACL has been damaged. He might not come back at all. He totally rebuilt yeah. it. And they say, they say they're extremely hopeful that he'll, he'll be back for the start of the season. I think, I think he'll be back. Well, you know, everyone's just like, it, it seems like everyone's idea right now is they're, they're like, Oh, Adrian Peterson came back and he ran off 2,000 yards in the next year and blah, blah, blah. And that was fantastic. And, and you know, RG3 can do that too. Yeah. Adrian Peterson's the only guy who's really done that, anything like that so far. So whatever blood spinning in Canada and HGH he's been getting in the mail and all that stuff, because <laughs> don't, don't think that half the players in the NFL don't use HGH because there's no testing for it still two seasons after they're supposed to be testing for it. Too. So well, what, everything, do, everything that Adrian Peterson did, I sure hope RG three is on the sh- same regimen. It's that's not even the same do. injury though. I yeah, it's ACL. Yeah, but so he didn't have the, the LCL. He doesn't too. have the MCL. John, do you think that they should not be able to use HGH? I would prefer that nobody in the sports be able to use HGH. No, I'm not talking like on a regular, like, you know, daily basis, but I mean, you have a major injury and you're trying to recover from something like this. That's a really that, good debate because I remember it was either early this season or last season that Terry Bradshaw admitted during like just a halftime show of whatever the game was on that day. He was like, yeah, I, I did steroids once when I was in, you know, in the 70s during my career. Doctor prescribed them to me. I did them for like four or six weeks and I was done with them and it helped me heal. And everyone was like, make, tried to make a big deal out of it. And he was like, what? It wasn't illegal. It was prescribed to me by a doctor. I did it for that time period and that was it. Yeah. If there was a way to regulate such drugs in the NFL properly without them being abused, it might not be a bad idea. But That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean... I mean, look at Stallone. No, please don't. <laughs> anyway, I hate that to be the look downer. Look, I hate to be the downer here, but there's yeah. a good possibility he'll never return the same as he was. Close to this, not even close to the same. I mean, this could be the only great year he's ever had. He will ever have. I don't. I refuse to believe it. I think there's just as much chance of that happening as him doing an Adrian Peterson. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, you know, it's. <clears throat> Thank goodness he's someone that is driven and that is is you know committed to being the best he can and he's an Adrian Peterson type, not an idiot like a I don't know Albert Hainsworth type. So there, that increases his chances as well. Do but you I have mean, that that like drive to get it done? Yeah, but the second ACL tear in the same knee that really worries me. Now the positive I can bring out of that is that he did tear it you know once before and he came back and led you know, Baylor to what, 10 wins, and he won the Heisman Trophy in college. Exactly. Sprinter, not sprinter speed. He's only going to get stronger. I read that they had to rebuild him one, like out of something else. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the issue. I think if anyone, I think if anyone thinks that he is going to be starting the first game and be effective in September, you might want to temper those those. I don't think he's going to be back to speed. I, I mean, you know, Adrian Peterson was a real anomaly as far as Dude. that's concerned. It could be the way it's going to go in the future, but I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be ready anywhere near the opening day. Captain Kirk is going to be the quarterback opening day. He's gonna, I think he's going to have to be. And we're going to have to keep Rex Grossman. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. 
I yeah, well, even Adrian Peterson, if you look at his stats, from what I hear, I didn't actually look at him. They gradually got better over the course of the season. They did as he was healing up more. It was phenomenal. I mean, his 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 recovery was just absolutely phenomenal. And it was the same doctor, and he is driven like RG three. So, <clears throat> and you know, Minnesota is so, a lot closer to Canada, so he can he can jump across the border and get that. that like, well, that he was down in finish. Florida for for all of it, like. Yeah, so Griffin's how does that work, dude? Is he a Canadian doctor or is he an American doctor? American. He's in Florida. Dr. Andrews. Andrews? He, so, is, he is in uh, the panhandle of Florida, I believe, near Pensacola now. He is he's no longer uh, near in Birmingham, Alabama. He has he so, moved down to the uh, Yeah, he is. Was he, was he, um, was he, un, is he under retainer with the Redskins? I mean, is he on some yes. sort of retainer? Yes, so ha- just with them, or can another no. team put him on a retainer? Also? He does other teams. He does. He yeah, does all sorts. They, of stuff. How do they determine where he is? Like, was it like, oh, RG three is got has got a knee injury. We need you on the sideline, Doctor Andrews. So they retain him for that period because I, I mean, like, he's he's right there. It's almost like, oh, we were expecting this. Here's Doctor Andrews. Boom. You know? and pom, pom, well, from what I understand, pom, Griffin is like is staying Nico. down there, isn't he, for the rehab? Probably. I was it's reading some article there, about how these guys like rent some fancy hotel rooms near the clinic or something. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's that's um hell if he's going to be up in Washington with, you know, I, I know here it's something like 45 degrees, so it's going to be a little chillier up there. And they Why got like pools. Go they got like pools at Dr. James Andrews where they work out in the pool and all this It's kind a of stuff. lot easier to get the HGH into the country just coming right in through the Gulf of Mexico. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> anyway, we're screwed, dude. Thanks, to Shanahan. Yeah, I think what it comes down to. Let's let's focus on that for a minute, guys. <clears throat> Shanahan, Here, Aaron, you I'll actually focus touched on, on it a bit. Of, you actually touched on it. Yeah, yeah. Was it just like asinine for him to leave him in until he could no longer go, or should he have left him in and been like, he's a warrior, he's he's a team leader, he's going to go until he can't go on, or should he have? <clears throat> should he have protected Griffin from himself and well, pulled him out earlier? If nothing else, he should have pulled him out earlier because he wasn't producing. He yeah. was overthrowing everyone. He couldn't run three yards for a first down and tried to force it into someone on third and three. And that was an individual he, play you were talking about. Yeah. He had a wide I, open lane to get 10 or 20 yards. And he I like think, tried to throw it. I think yeah. he was in pain, dude. That's yeah, what I'm that's saying. Exactly. From a coaching standpoint, you got to pull him out and be like, he can't play. He's overthrowing people. Be like, dude, the pain is hindering your ability to to... help us win. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm taking you out. You know, it's for the good of the team, and that's what it's about. And that's the coach's job, and he didn't do his job. So, cut. You know, I don't (laughs) like Shanny anyway. So, well, everyone in the world could see that he couldn't play. My three-year-old came in and said he's hurt. I think he was looking for. From like the wrong eye, I'm he not was sure. looking out of the glass eye. And then on He's top of that, to... freaking Kyle Shanahan gave him the option that one time, and he trotted off looking all like Donovan McNabb running to the sideline with the ball or it, RG1. It was extremely obvious. If you went on Twitter, even by before the end of the first half, you know, you know, dumbasses like us and like really, really respectable journalists all were tweeting the same thing. Why is RG3 still in? It's obvious he needs to come out of the game. Everyone and then when in the he world came in after halftime, everyone was just like, like I said before, every, you know, jaws just dropped. You're just like, what the hell? Well, <laughs> I didn't say that. I said, well, there goes our chances to win because we were bleeding slowly. We played Seattle for three quarters without an offense. Yeah, pretty much. And Not my with a backup only- quarterback with no quarterback because he couldn't my- do anything. My only thought was that when he came out at half after halftime, I was like, well, I guess they shot up his knee, so he can't feel it, and he's going to kick some butt now. And no, not at all. He can't hmm. shoot up a torn ligament. Yeah. I know he tore that ligament when he went down on the sideline in the first quarter. Well, you know, everyone was talking about, I forget what play it was, but I, that he actually really damaged that knee. But I think it was a couple of plays before that because there was one, and they were going left to right across the or the, uh, the the television, left to right, and he was he you know hiked the ball and he was in the backfield and he started scrambling to the right near you know closer to the camera 
he's scrambling a little bit and he, he dodged a good, you know, did a great job dodging the tackle. And he started going forward and he made it about five yards past the line of scrimmage. And he dove forward and he was like completely horizontal in the air. And a dude on the ground reached up and grabbed his leg, his hurt leg, by the ankle, completely stopping his forward motion. And he pretty much came to a complete stop in the air and came to the ground. And that is, I think, that's when he hurt his knee. And then, of course, it got aggravated the more as it went on. But I think that's when it was really damaged because he was limping right after that. Well, did you guys see that um, the Players Association was trying to decide whether or not they wanted to start a formal inquiry? Because of into, the stupid field? Because of the dirt field? Well, because of that and, in, and, to the, and the way that um, RG3 uh, was handled. So basically, they were that's, saying, what? That's crap, though. That's yeah. crap. Because that's, that's a player who wanted to stay in. And yeah, it's the coach's responsibility to take him out. But that's the coach's job. The, the, the well, stupid crap players association that cost us 36 million dollars in salary cap because of their back room deal that they did over this collusion bs that we're gonna know fight, that they don't the have way. a foot or Jane a Hansen. freaking you know they, they don't have anything to stand on on this and there's no way that they're gonna try to screw the redskins on this again well, so basically I, yeah. what they're saying is that the inquiry would be to find out if the shanahan if mike shanahan had followed the recommendations of the medical staff what? about when to play RG3. Whatever. See, RG3 made up his that. own mind. Yeah, there's nothing about that. The only way that the medical staff can keep a person out is if they've got a concussion. Other than that, if the player's like, I can go in, and they physically look like they can go in, they go in. Yeah. And half the time, they have a concussion, and they pass the, they, they cheat through the test, and they go in. And everyone knows that... That was just Everyone knows that RG3, like it, wasn't like, it wasn't like Shanahan was like, Griffin, you're playing until your knee buckles. You're getting in there, like he was forcing him to play or anything. Yeah, I think I it's a for. I think it's just like a formality. I think, I think it was them right trying to figure out way to get job. money. I think, I, Josh. I think, I think you're both right. Actually, I think, I think they had to go through it uh, because it is their job to protect the players. But there, there's nothing. They don't have a foot to stand on in this. And the whole field thing is stupid. For years and years and years, people talk about how knee injuries happen because on AstroTurf or whatever they call the turf, because it doesn't give like a ground when your knee jams into it. Right. Like where regular turf will give and let your, you know, instead of be so, you know what I'm trying to say. It won't jam in because the ground will give way first. And now they're saying that because they're playing on dirt, (laughs) that's going to cause it. Whatever. Everyone knows that 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 field used to be immaculate up until like the last year or so. I don't know what's going on. They either fire the ground crew, they've got all these extra games and stuff there, or is it the Danny's uh, uh, ploy to get like <laughs> fake turf or that's, well, yeah, that's, that's or my conspiracy theory. I think that that's part of Dan the Danny wanting to get fake turf in the stadium. I was going to say, man, they're going <laughs> to put like field turf in or something, you know? Yeah, I I don't necessarily believe it, but it wouldn't surprise me if suddenly but we dude, end up. Think oh, about well, hey, it. look at this. We got a whole brand new like fast turf field for our fast quarterback. Well, it used to be fast quarterback to run on. Well, <laughs> well, you know, it, I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense in a lot of ways because they do, like you mentioned, love to bring in Kenny Chesney 18 times a year. And when they, every time they bring in old Kenny, he like totally destroys the field. Right. And, and so this way, nothing gets hurt. They lay down their deck over top of the field. They come in, they do their Kenny Chesney show. Kenny loads out. And then, you know, they take the deck up and the field is completely And then fine. people start jamming their knees up and then they blame the turf. I mean, they didn't even like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Here's what I have to say about that. Oh, yeah, and I can't stand the Seahawks, by the way. We've got this crazy playoff rivalry for, for a team that's barely been in the playoffs in the last 20 years. Two teams. The last three times... We've been against. We've been in the playoffs. We've played Seattle and we've lost all three. Mm-hmm. I'm getting pretty pissed about it. Well, we would have won this one, like I said. That's what makes we should have won this one. We were the better team by far. We should have won this one. We should have won the first game against them a while back. Mm-hmm. Not the one Todd Collins was in. He threw those pick sixes. That was just yeah, bad. I know. But yeah, I mean, we were owning this game until he got hurt, and then uh, you know it, uh, we couldn't ask the defense to do anything else in that game. To be honest, they were on the field the whole game. Oh, I know. Against a team that was scoring over 40 points a game. 
sometimes 50. Yeah. Like and they held them to like take away the take away the last touchdown that was Montgomery and Griffin's fault and they gave up 17 points. Yeah. Yeah. What was up with Montgomery's snaps the whole game though? That wasn't his only bad snap. He was terrible that game. Dude, he was he was super horrible. He had like four or five really low snaps. I don't know he what had his high problem snaps. Was. He had low snaps. High low high off to the off to the left. Was he, he nervous? Dingle dangle. Dude, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe he's maybe he's know. got some crabs or something making him itch up and he can't like Maybe he's just nervous because it was a playoffs. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Dude, it's just another game, though. Why would he be nervous? He's, he snaps in any game. Maybe he was nervous because he knew RG3 was, like, on the brink of collapse and didn't want his guy to, like, Maybe he was nervous him. because the nose tackle was just beating the living crap out yeah, of him. Maybe he was just getting schooled. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we should ask him. Ring him up. It Here wasn't my primary focus on the game. My primary focus is why Shanahan was throwing the game away by leaving a quarterback in that couldn't. Yeah, play. yeah, you can't blame him for that snap. That one snap was not the reason that he, you know, RG3's knee gave out. You know, it's not this, it's not that, blah 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 blah. It's it not was the Mike reason Shanahan. why we lost the game either. The reason we lost the game is Mike Shanahan. Period. It was inevitable. I mean, and if I and 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 Aaron, I I agree with your your worry, and I do have a worry about it. We may never, RG three may be reverted back to like an average quarterback for the rest of nope. his career. I, I we may I have seen the best. Disagree. I disagree. I, I hope. I hope. That, but you it know, could a knee does not make the man. That's all I got to say. It does make if the football, football player. If he, get, if he gets completely healthy. Even if he loses a little bit of that mobility, I think he's still a great quarterback. I can get you a toe. Huh? I can get you a toe. Yeah, I mean, he can still be a great quarterback because he is a great he's a great thrower, but what's going to happen is, is we're not going to have any draft picks left and we're not going to be able to run this offense, which means we're not going to win because Dude, we're, yeah, this, we're, using, this... we're exploiting his extra super talents to make up mm-hmm. for weaknesses on our offensive line and everywhere else. And people are not going to... People are going to have – I mean, they've got months and months and months for the other 31 teams in the NFL right now to figure out how to stop the pistol offense in the NFL. He can adapt, dude. He can adapt. I mean, look at somebody like Peyton Manning. That dude can't run. Yeah, he can't throw either in the cold. He's like a (laughs) chug-a-chug-a train, dude. He's he's, – He's not even deceptively slow. He's just damn slow. Yeah, I know. Yeah, if anyone can, if <laughs> anyone can adapt, like I think that Josh is right though. If anyone can adapt, yeah. I think RG three can. He's gonna. I agree. He'll pick up on his strengths after this thing's over, and he'll use them to his advantage. I I just worry that that the surgery is not going to be successful because I mean, it, and and people were saying on the radio the last few days. All over the place. It's like, how many times do you hear an athlete goes into surgery and they come out and the doctor's like, "Well, that sucked." Never. This this athlete is screwed for the rest of his career. He's he's done. His knee looks like crap inside. I did a terrible job. They always say it's successful. Yeah. <laughs> it just depends. Yeah. And then I've also heard time and time again that these surgeries depend on the actual person, like how well they rehab it and stuff like that. So. Well, he rehabbed it really well the first time, so hopefully, and, hopefully it will be better. Or just, or I also thought 90%. it was. I thought it was funny that when James Andrews did his interview the day after the surgery, that he said that he had to get back there because Griffin was already there waiting for his rehab to start. Yeah. <laughs> Which like, we pretty I'm much not figured. Not surprised by that, yeah, at all. So, it sucks. And I'm it really sucks. mad at Shanahan, and I couldn't even like think about the game for a week because yeah. I was so mad. Because we yeah. one, we could have won the game, and two, Shanahan may have ruined our quarterback. Right when exactly like he could have had a much smaller injury, a a much shorter rehab window, and been ready to go at training camp or whatever. And now he's probably I I don't care what all these people say. Oh, he'll be ready because one athlete ever. Adrian Peterson was ready in nine months. Mm-mm. Yeah, we'll see. I'm thinking he might be ready by my birthday. That would be in uh, November. He'll, I think he's going to be on whatever that IR list is that you don't have to stay on, on the whole year. Right. 
what is that called? Designated to return IR? Something, or something? Yeah, IR. Or maybe just the pup list, which is six weeks. He's going to be on that. <clears throat> and we might see him around my birthday. That's what I'm that's what I'm guessing. But dude, something we haven't really talked about is have you guys looked into Dr. James Andrews? Have you read about him? Nobody wears like tweed jackets on the field with well, redskin stockings. Let, let me let me give you the little quick the little quick insider on uh Dr. James Andrews. Now this is a few around. years old. What's that? Yeah, it's been around for a while. Didn't he do dude, wrestling he, or he something? He has been dude, he has been around. This is the guy who fixed Michael Jordan, Jack Nicholas, Drew Brees, oh, Roger Clemens, Bo Jackson, pretty much anybody else you can. Not think Bo of. Jackson's hip. If anyone's thinking of that, that was you know. <laughs> exactly. No, did he do? Did he do so, hip? Well, was Bo Jackson had to have a hip replacement because it was just a degenerative hip. Let, let me quote this. It says, "If you could assemble a superstar, Frankenstein style, from <laughs> Andrew's patients, it would have repaired knees from quarterbacks Peyton Manning and Donovan McNabb." A hip from dual sports sensation Bo Jackson. Shoulders from Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. Elbows from New York Yankees Andy Petit. What, how do you say his name? Pettit. Pettit. Pettit, yeah. And Chicago Cubs Kerry Wood. He says, I've always liked fix, fixing people. I want to get these athletes back to doing what they did before. This dude, Andrews, he, own, he owns. He's like 71 years old now, dudes. He's been he a good What? He did Doug Williams' knee, too. I think so. He owns a private jet, and he owns his own minor league baseball team. Uh-uh. That's he, awesome. He brings in Which 60, one? He brings in $60-plus million a year sure. in revenue. He was once an SEC champion pole vaulter at LSU. Dang. Pole vaulter. <laughs> yes. And I like this part. He greets every <laughs> athlete. He greets every athlete, no matter how famous or talented, by saying, "Hey, big man." <laughs> <laughs> hey, big man. He sounds yes. like a pretty cool guy. Well, yeah, he's got a great reputation, and everything. And 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 before anyone says, "Well, Bo Jackson never came back," that's because he had to replace his hip. No one's coming back from a hip replacement. <clears throat> yeah. That so um, his hip just just degenerated until it had to be replaced with you know stainless steel. So like so just a bit more here. Only a fraction of his patients have been identified in pu- in published reports. This is about how much money he's made for the players by extending their careers. <laughs> as we talk about extending RG 3s career here, but in an analysis of forty baseball players who are known patients and whose salaries could be obtained. Andrew's career extending work has led them to garner almost 1.3 billion with a B dollars guaranteed in money. 10 NFL quarterbacks guaranteed. Guaranteed. 10 NFL quarterbacks whom Andrew's treated went on to secure more than 333 million dollars in contracts. Drew Brees said, "Doc saved my career. What he was able to do with my shoulder was truly amazing." He had a bad shoulder injury, yeah. Because remember, so the, the Chargers promising. just let him go like he was nothing. That yep. stuff is promising, and let's hope that. Well, well he, don't forget, he also did Adrian Peterson most recently. Yeah. Yes. Totally. And that everything I just read to you was actually from 2008. So, at that point in time, poor McNabb was, sucked. Yeah. At that point in time, James Andrews was 65 years old. Wow. So he's gotten better. And he wears a fat turquoise ring. Like Peter Mark. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway, oh my. all right, well, let's hope that that Dr. A- James Andrews works some magic on RG3. What's up, big man? What's up, big man? What's up, big man? Hey, we've been on here a bit. Maybe we should uh, take a break and then come back for the rest of this stuff. What do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, we let's... don't need to go through t- too much here. Yeah, the... we got to do our games and kicks. Next week, we'll do our... Our season games and kicks and yes, uh, stuff like that, and then we're to the round in the tain again of the offseason. Yeah, I saw that uh, on Twitter. We had some people they were talking about they wanted to throw some games and kicks out there. So next week we're going to do our season games and kicks. So uh, get ready out there, folks like uh, Kenny Can. Yeah, get ready, Kenny Can in Canada. All right, we'll talk to you guys after this short commercial break. You're listening, You're listening to, to Harry, Harry Hog, Hog, Hog Football. football. football.
hang up and try again. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets. And it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man. Well, he's a man for his time and place. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee, 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee 1 was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. Our basic freedoms. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. This is Kenny Chan from Canada, and you are listening to Harry Hog Football. Yo yo yo! Do that Desmond C. Lee, that Desmond C. Lee commercial. Uh huh. It kind of reminds me of a real American hero. <laughs> Here's to you, Mister Outside the Stadium Peanut Seller. Here's to you, Mister Harry Hog Donator. Nothing's better than sitting up behind home plate. Slathering get mustard all over your wiener, unless perhaps <laughs> it's crunching on your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Footlong Hot Dog Inventor! It's a footlong hot dog! Anyway. At first you said, I'll make one that's 10 inches. But you said, no, I can give you two more inches. <laughs> 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 Nice. Those commercials hey, are classic. Hey, it was cool to hear uh, Kenny Can calling in there. He left a message on our hog line, which is what? 77 Harry Hog. A local seven. call to Seattle, Washington. <laughs> seven, seven. Seven, seven Harry Hog. We were trying to get a number so that everybody could remember it. Seven, seven Harry Hog in the United States. That's right. And it's a toll free call. If you call no, on your no, it's phone. not. And it's you not have a toll-free call. It's not like it's it's a toll-free call if you call and you have like unlimited minutes on your cell phone. Like most people don't have. Just normal charges time. apply. So basically, you know, if you get charged for minutes, it's gonna use your minute to call. But it's not like we're not charging you, or nobody else is gonna charge you anything else. So it won't charge you that. Re- yeah, it won't charge you that many minutes because uh, I think there's like a two-minute limit on the uh, voicemail. And it's yeah. not like a 900 number or anything. So oh, no, it's what, it's, you're not going to call it up and it's going to be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Football. Oh, we could get somebody to do a, a, a new voice. Awesome. Hey, we could get, we could get <laughs> Will in Maryland on there doing it. Will in Maryland on there to be like, boom, boom, hey, big boy. Hey. It'd be like, hey, big boy. Hey, big man. I'm James, Dr. James Andrews. It'll be like, let me see your yellow cake. <laughs> so anyway, like like and Kenny and, and Will Maryland and all and and all you other folks who uh who give us a ring a ding ding. Seven seven Harry Hog is the number. Give us a call this that's, week. Right that's now Hog. H A R R Y, yeah. Not Harry like, you know, Aaron's Aaron. uh, like um uh, Harry. H A R R Y like the name Harry. Right now, um like Harry. Right now Will in Maryland is just like, man, I, I'm pausing this. I gotta call them. I can't not, they just cut me real deep with they that. They just cut me real deep there. They cut, cut me, me real deep. deep. <laughs> you are a it. loser, sir. I'm pausing You're it. You are a loser, sir. I'm calling in. 
I was just thinking about that earlier today. That Will was so funny when he kept saying that. Will, we you need you to call in. You are a loser, in. sir. Will, we need you to call the hog line and leave that sound bite for us. Call in, Will. Leave it in and say, hey, big man, this is Dr. James Andrews. <laughs> Harry Hog Football Hog Line. Please leave your Dr. Message. James Andrews has like a southern accent if he's from like. Virginia. I can't wait. Do it with a southern accent. Do it with a southern accent. Why don't Will. they just call him Dr. Andrews? Because he's Dr. James Andrews. I know they always say that on TV. I'll yeah. tell you why. There's another dude that's a Dr. Andrews, and he does not want to be confused with him. Because he's a plastic surgeon. He doesn't want to be confused there, with Aaron Andrews. There's another dude. <laughs> I don't think there'll be any problem with that. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Aaron Andrews. Dr. Aaron so, <laughs> so just really quickly on the recap on the loss to Seattle, 24 to 14, was there an Amendola of the week? Wait, I, wait, I did I see Dr. Andrews on the sideline? Oh, no, that's Aaron Andrews. Oh, wait, that was Aaron <laughs> Andrews. Wait, Sorry, my bad. Sorry, wrong. <laughs> I get them wrong. so confused sometimes. <laughs> I think, I don't know, if I was like got knocked out on the field and the team doctor came out was standing over me, I think it, I'd rather it be Dr. Aaron Andrews. <laughs> uh, ten times out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> but if there's someone working on my knee, I'd probably want it to be Dr. James. Like, can you imagine if like <laughs> ten times out of ten <laughs> ran out and it was like like you know, as RG three was like kind of like coming back from that dazed state and she's like, It's okay. I'm Dr. Andrews. I'm here. No, she was the anesthesiologist. That could be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway. now and now countdown from 10 10 now countdown from 10 9 9 and then you wake up and it's Dr. James and that beanie and you're like whoa! Jacket and you're like whoa God. <laughs> anyway enough of that um uh, 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 alright dudes let's talk about the hall of fame voting real quick uh okay we're done with that there's a red skin that's up for a vote there is there's one I've never heard of him He's some dude that played for the. He, he's he's some dude that that finished his career by playing his last year with the Redskins. Who is um, he? I don't remember his name offhand. Robinson, it's Dan Robinson, or something like that. It's Dave Robinson. David Robinson. <laughs> I was like, John, who's David That's Robinson? That's right. You said David Robinson. I was like, uh, like is his wife? Oh, you were like, didn't he play for the Spurs? Antonio Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> is his wife the famous Mrs. Robinson? I was. You know, like the song? <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was like, so dude, here's to you, David Robinson. Jesus loves you more than you will know. Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa. All right, all right. Let's yeah, talk so about this real quick. This Dave, Anders, this Dave Robinson guy, uh, he played, I think, his last year for the Red. I mean, he's like, he's not really Redskin. He's like, that's like calling Andre Reed a Redskin. But he's, he's, he's uh, a senior committee guy. But. but Enough about that, because you know that's the last chance, then, right? Joe Jacoby got passed so, over. Yeah. So David Robinson, dude, from um, Louisville, by the way, didn't he? He played for the Packers most of his career. Did you yeah, just not, Google that? Yeah, he played for the Packers from '63 <laughs> to '72, and he was with the Redskins from '73 to '74. Dude, did I tell you guys that my friend? Um, he doesn't, he's a His name's Dr. Norton. He he lives in Corden over here. His Edward. brother was a quarterback for the Packers? His name uh, is no. Dan Norton. Look him up, Josh. All right, Dan I'll look him up. He was a first-round draft pick for the Packers. I'll look him up, dude. But first, since Dave Robinson is up for this, I got to point out that he had six interceptions over those two seasons with the Redskins. Um... More than Carlos Rogers. And his average, <laughs> average return was like 24 yards on the reception as a linebacker. Well, right. how well, many interceptions did... dominated by the... Uh, by the London Fletcher had five this year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. More than yep. Carlos Rogers did for us. Yeah. I don't and think he ever had a sack. I can't wait. They didn't count sacks back then. That's probably it. I guess maybe <laughs> London Fletcher that's, had that's two why or three. Jones is in the sack. Who's that dude you you want me to look Another for? The guy who played for the Redskins for like one season. Dan Norton. Dan Ed Norton. He's Ed Norton. uh he's Doctor Norton's he's Doctor Norton's brother. No, it's Edward Norton's dad, dude. This guy I know from Corden, and we call him Dirty Doctor Dick. 
<laughs> or <What>? decubed. <laughs> decubed. Uh, 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 anyway, dude. Yeah, Green Bay. Dirty Dr. Dick. His brother's name don't is Dan. Don't look up Dirty Dr. Dick. Please don't look, look up, up Dirty Dan Dort- Dan Norton. At least don't look it up from your home computer. All right. How old is the dude? He's pretty old because his brother is probably about close to 60. 50-something. 60. Uh, and I think he was like... I think the guy I know, uh, John Norton, is like one of those dudes was like the sex, second generation kid that came like 10 or 15 years later. Sorry, after dude. Else <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, anyway, Joe Jacoby did not make the uh, the final 15 cut that gets voted on uh, Super Bowl weekend. But John's dog, Flozell Adams, did. Dude, seriously. No. Flozell Adams did not. Larry <laughs> Allen, Aaron Allen's dog, did. Uh, he's not going to make it cut. Uh, yeah, he is. He's going to go in this year, I bet you. No. Just because he's and a cowboy? Because he was the left tackle on three Super Bowl winning teams? Because he's a cowboy and he's eligible the first year? Yeah. So I think he's not. going in. Charles Haley's going. Talk about a star. Talk, talk about a guy who hit two teams just at the right time. Haley. 49ers and then the Cowboys. Right when they're both in the middle of their Super Bowl run. Okay, so that he, guy, that guy's whole hand must like drag his his left hand or right hand, whatever hand he got the rings on. Good God! Can I do? Can I point out something here with those two guys? The silver lining with Joe Jacoby is that we don't have to go see Joe Jacoby get in with all those Cowboys fans. That's true. I don't think I, I don't think Joe Jacoby's ever going to get in because once they put in Russ Grimm, I think that was probably the end of it. And I, I kind of thought that Joe Jacoby maybe deserved it a little bit more than Russ Grimm did, to be perfectly honest. Interesting. Joe Jacoby was a freaking house. He was. He was. And I thought he was a little bit more consistent and less injured um, throughout his career than than Russ Grimm was. I don't. I'm not saying Joe Jacoby or Russ Grimm shouldn't be in. I think both of them should be in. But I thought Joe Jacoby probably should have gotten in first. Mm-hmm. I'm probably in the minority on that, but that that was just my personal opinion on it. Anyway, dude, let's give our games and kicks and yeah. get this thing over with because I'm uh, this game was a debacle and there's no other <clears throat> way, way around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm All right, here we go. And now the coveted and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Awards brought to you by Desmond C. Lee 2 because Desmond C. Lee 1 was not available. (laughs) (laughs) On Twitter. On Twitter. That's his slogan, dude. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Interesting. Can I go first with my Game Ball? Sure. No. Go ahead. All right. My Game Ball is going to read Dowdy. (laughs) Because Reed Dowdy, at some point after Russell Wilson was thrashing the defense using RG3-like plays, Reed Dowdy, they had him start keying on him mm-hmm. and kind of put an end to that. And uh, Reed Dowdy had two great games in a row. Yeah, he had some ex- when they don't try to get him to cover people and just let him play the run, like he's, he's outstanding. Strong safety. Dude, that's a good one, man. I mean, he had... He had 13 tackles on the day. Seven 13? Solo, 13 tackles. He had seven solo tackles and two sacks. Dude, he was all over the place. I'm telling you. I totally agree. I'm with you. And he pretty much figured out Russell Wilson. It took <clears> him a quarter or so, but, yep. you know. And, he, and he, def- he defended a pass. I mean, he was uh, he had a solid game. Yeah. It's probably his best game that I've seen him play all year. He I turned it up, dude. I don't want that to get lost in the shuffle of how horribly the day went, but that's yeah. a good one. I thought, yeah, the defense, I'm, the defense was was rather strong. Excuse me, strong in this game, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. What was the time of possession after the first quarter? Can you look that up? Because uh, we only had we had no offense, <clears throat> none. I'm looking. We maybe had like two or three first downs, I think, after the first quarter. They, they had the ball for 10 minutes more than we did overall. But I, I want to see in the last three quarters. Because in the um, first quarter, we I'm destroyed it. By, I'm not seeing it by quarter. In the first but, quarter, they hardly had the ball at all. They only ran like six or seven plays. We crushed them. We crushed them. 
and the first, it was and like we like we said, like everyone knows, it we were great until RG three got really hurt. Yep. And then Shanahan left him in too long. Yeah. Period. Paragraph. We were the better team. We were the better team. We should have won that game again. And that's that's that that's why it's so frustrating. That's why it was so bittersweet after that great victory over Dallas, and then to go in there with this game and and have it end the way it did with Shanahan being an effing idiot. With the oh. ball sitting on the turf, which for what seemed like an hour, while Griffin couldn't even roll over to get on it. Yeah, yeah. Just it was, and, and and no one was surprised when it happened. That summed up the game right there. So so. Yeah. Speaking of time of possessions, my my um my little bit of trivial math that this is my my formula here. Time of possession. Basically, if you look at time of possessions in any given game. And you look at the, uh, and you subtract ten from that time of possession. Sixty percent of the time, it will equal the score of the game. What? I'm just saying. All right, that's great. I don't even, I don't even know what you just said. What? For instance, <laughs> let, let's let's take this game as an example. Let's subtract take this game ten as, from the time dude, of you, possession. You did not warn us that we were going to have to do like advanced math. Here, it's not. This is simple math. Get out your yellow pad. <laughs> All right. Get out your time of cake. possessions in this game. Seahawks had the had the ball for you know, thirty-four minutes. Not already out. Listen, yellow cake. <laughs> Seahawks had the ball for thirty more thirty-four minutes in this game. Redskins had it for 25 minutes in this game. So track 10 from each of those numbers. So track 10 from 34. Come on, Aaron. You can do it. Work 24 it out to 16. Time. There you go. And the final score was 24 to 14. I don't think that works 60% of the time. 60% of the time. All right, pick another game. How about the Ravens game? I don't know. I'll have to go look at the Ravens game. Let's see. What about Baltimore. when the score is over? What about when the score combined is over sixty? Then how, what's your all right? Baltimore and Indianapolis. Let's see. Wasn't it like thirty-four to thirty-one or something? So how did that thirty-five? So how did that work? Because they played an extra eight minutes in the game. Yeah, you got to so add that into two overtimes. So two overtimes. You got to add those in. All right, add them in. Didn't they? Yeah, in that one. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So possessions there. If this works out. I'm going to be astounded and like it's going to be possession. on. It's going to be 30, on sports. So, okay, so this one doesn't totally work out, but six, 60% of the time. So basically that would give 215 minus 3, that's 50, 48. 48 minus 10 is 38 for Baltimore. Their score was 24. No, 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 I'm sorry. It was 38. 38 minus 10. Wait, wait, what, what, what do you mean? Their score was 38, wasn't it? Yes. So that worked out. You said 48 minus 10 is 38. Okay, and then... How did they have the ball for 48 minutes? What's the Colts score? The Colts, Colts didn't play them. Baltimore 38, Denver 35. Oh, Denver, that game, sorry. Dude, I'm looking at the... Atlanta, the uh, You're thinking Peyton Manning played yeah, I for I think the... you were thinking Peyton Manning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Oh, it's not working out. Anyway, who's going to give their game ball? Anyway, you guys do that math. Figure it out. Kenny can work on that. Work on it. Get out your abacus and figure it out. John, give your game yes. ball. I got a game ball. London calling. London Fletcher had a total of 15 tackles on the game. He did everything he could to will that defense into leading us to a victory because he, like everybody else, knew that RG3 wasn't going to be able to do anything else in this game and that Shanahan was an effing idiot. Yeah, they did their best. London Fletcher... I know there's all this, this you know, hype and talk and all this praise coming down on Ray Lewis because he's such a media darling, even though he knows, you know. That he killed someone. He, he, if he didn't murder those two guys in Atlanta, you know, he knows who did because he paid <laughs> the families off and when they put up a civil suit. Um, yeah. And testified against the two other guys that were accused of it and then no one ended up getting convicted of it. I'm just saying. John, you you are so adamant that he did this. I'm adamant that he knows. I don't said that. I don't think he did it, but he knows who did. I mean, he paid off the families to avoid the civil suit. It's an undisclosed sum; it'll never come up. Anyway, you know, he did lots of great stuff. That's awesome. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. That's awesome. London Fletcher has almost the exact same stats as he has. 
He also has the exact same number of Super Bowl rings as he has. One. He I'm also has played in, in consecutive games without missing one, and Ray Lewis has not. Yeah, I. So I. I'm just saying. I. I'm. I. The. The longer it goes on, the more I want London Fletcher to get more accolades, and I don't want people to keep on, you know, going crazy about Ray Lewis. I think he was a great yeah. player, and he's done great, great, great charity work ever since then. That was his cathartic moment. Was was that double murder that he was right next to in Buckhead? So. And we would like to see London. Since then. We'd like I to think see London, London needs another Super Bowl. And London, London needs Fletcher does Bowl not wear that, a robotic arm. I do not want London Fletcher to have to wait for the senior committee to put him into the Hall of Fame. No, dude. He needs to go in in five years from when he retires. I think it's going to be another sure. Art Monk situation with him. It is. It's going to be, it's going to be like Harry Carson with the Giants. How he can would, people you know, not no position. recognize London Fletcher? Because, because he's not a flashy dude. Because he's not a flashy dude, and he played for crappy teams, even though he won a Super Bowl early in his career, just like Ray Lewis won a Super Bowl early in his career. But anyway, all right, that's a good game anyway, ball. That's my game ball is going to London for the uh, for the last game of the season because the he was leading the defense. They knew what was going on. They they didn't have to be told. He did everything they could, or he led them to do everything they could. Mm-hmm. All right, Josh, game ball. Um, my game ball is going to London Fletcher. <laughs> I mean, he had 15 tackles on the day. He had, uh, what do you have, a half sack? I had it up in front of me here, and then I started getting off. He had a half sack, yeah. I've got a half sack on the day. Another solid game. Five solo solo tackles, pass defended, hit the quarterback once. I mean, he and Reed Dowdy were, like, going crazy. And and Aaron uh, had a great solid one on Reed Dowdy. I got to go with London Fletcher. All right, sounds good. We all went defensive on this one. Well, there's you know a reason why? for that. There it was, was no hard to, Yeah, it was oh, hard. Man. It's hard to like pick anyone out on offense. <clears throat> all right, John's been waiting for this. It's time for this week's kicking the balls award. <laughs> kicking the balls award brought to you by Ridapoo. Go ahead, John. Mike Shanahan. I'm done. I can't wait. Um No excuse. You know what I'm saying? All right. No excuse. We don't even need to really go into that anymore. It just makes right. me upset every time I think about it. Uh-huh. How about you, Aaron? I feel a little bit better, though. Well, this is pretty controversial, but I'm going to have to go ahead and give my kick in the balls award to Robert Griffin III. What? Based solely on his play, if he was actually not injured and played, like he said Dude, he was. Dude, but he was injured. He said he wasn't. Therefore, Come he on. came in, he overthrew people. Um, he didn't run very fast. If he was injured, he should have been out of the game. Now Aaron and I had okay. this during the game that, that Aaron was like, RG3 should be taking himself out of the game. And I'm like, dude, there is not a football player alive that would take himself out of a game, no matter how hurt he was, unless it was Jeff George. Well, so, we always give him accolades about how wise he is and this and that. And if he was that wise, he would have realized that he was a detriment to the team and taken himself out. That's the controversial one. And And then I was like, all right, then I'll just – not give him a kick in the balls for not taking himself out. I'll give him a kick in the balls for his actual play. The third and three, <laughs> the third and three where he could have easily run for the first and he didn't. Um, all the overthrows, the underthrow, the badly underthrown interception, um, mm. and not rolling over on the fumble in the last play. <laughs> Dude, just he kidding was like on that one. Writhing in pain. Not man. that. Po- All right, not His that. His world play. had stopped. All right, he admitted he was injured on that play, so I'm not giving him a kick for that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I it mean, like I think watching Doug Williams in the Super Bowl. I really do think that uh-huh. they have some shared blame. Probably 80-20 Shanahan to Griffin on this, and uh, yeah, there you go. And we're probably going to get a lot of. Emails about that, but anyway, go ahead. You, that would you be Aaron at HarryHogFootball.com. Exactly. You send those the balls at HarryHogFootball.com. 
<laughs> you can send those to fantasy balls. balls. Fantasy balls at Harry. No, you can send me your request to Aaron at HarryHogFootball.com. I will. Or as a matter of fact, you could tweet them to us at uh, Harry Hog, H A R R Y Hog. On Twitter, yes. Aaron. Uh, let's see. My kick. Wait, wait. Can I say one more thing about that? Sure. And I don't want. And I know how people are going to be like, he's a warrior, and you don't want a quitter on your team and whatnot. But by the third quarter, heck, by halftime, I don't think anyone would have called him a quitter if he didn't come back in the game. Yeah. I don't think so either, but I still go with the the head coach. It's the head coach's responsibility to pull an injured player, especially a team leader like the quarterback, out of the game for his own good, mm-hmm. for his own mm-hmm. physical health and also for – how do I how do I say it for his manlyhood? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. All right. He could have rescued him from his own manlyhood. Could have rescued him. From <laughs> All right. His manliness, his ego. <laughs> I could I could give my kick to the offensive line in this game because they just seem to get manhandled. Either that or they were sitting on their haunches and getting too relaxed. But I'm not. I could give my kick to another member of that offensive line, Will Montgomery, for those horrible snaps, which mm-hmm. um, caused all ki- wreaked all kinds of havoc in the backfield, including a, a crescendo where RG3 was injured and taken out for the season. Um, but next season. I will not give it to him. I've got to give my kick to Shanahan the Younger, the offensive coordinator, because he stopped running Alfred Morris in this game. And when you've got a guy, a quarterback that's obviously hurt, he can't plant right to, to, to make his passes. Obviously, he was being affected there. He can't run around the end. You've got to give it to your guy who can actually get some yardage, and you've got to find a way to – to maneuver that maneuver your running backs and he just stopped giving them the ball they stopped calling plays where alfred morris ran the ball and i don't understand why but and he's done that that a few times this season i don't understand why did he do it when you look at the numbers in this game alfred morris had 16 carries for 80 yards and he was still averaging five yards a carry and he had that one good one for for 18 yards and the last week he just put up 200 yards against dallas exactly he just stopped giving him the ball. He's he, you know, you look at his games before where he's got 30, 40, some 50 carry, whatever it might be. You, you, 16 carries, 80 yards. I don't know why he stopped giving him the ball. So, you got some good points there. Both Shanahan's get the kick this week. All right. Well, serve it. Okay. Does that, that pretty much wraps it up, doesn't it? Do we need to talk about so. anything else, or we can save it for the long off season? Well, we got a couple of awards to talk about real quick because there's going to be yeah. more that might come out. Um, import, very important is the All Pro team was named the the real All Pro, not the Pro Bowl, but the All Pro team where they just name the people and they don't have to play, so people don't drop out. And you get the fifth alternate in there, and Alfred Morris and Lyndon Fletcher earned second team honors on the All Pro team, which is a really really big deal, I think. Um, I still think Alfred Morris is, is not quite getting the cred he should from some people over Marshawn Lynch, who Agreed. is a beast, no doubt. We saw him firsthand, and if you've been watching football for a while, you know he, he really can be a, a maniacal player. Yeah, he's um, a beast, but Alfred Morris had better numbers. He did. Yep. He had better numbers, and we should have beat them. Um, and RG3 was named the Pro Football Weekly slash Pro Football Writers of America Rookie of the Year and NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, the Redskins announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. And that is, the according to the Washington Post, that's a good thing because they think it's it's like the Golden Globes leading up to uh, the Academy Awards. Yeah. But um, personally, I think that it, he may be, it, it, I think the AP Writers, which is the real... Uh, the most important rookie of the year, Mike. Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah. So, but those are some big, big time awards that did come down for the Redskins, and you know we're not used to hearing that. We haven't been used to hearing Rookie of the Month and Player of the Week and Player of the Month like we have this year. So we got to remember the positives. And proud we are of all of them. And I yeah, do believe right. you can still. Right here. And we're NFC's champs. To, um, and we swept Dallas. 
We swept Dallas. And the Eagles. And the Eagles. And we should have swept, swept the Giants. The Cowboys, or the and Giants. my bathroom floor. <laughs> my kitchen floor. We swept that too. And my porch. Dude, we swept Dallas to win the division <laughs> and put them out of the playoffs. Swept it them was, like my porch, great, yo. Great stuff. So we don't want to be just all depressed and blah, blah, blah. I mean, we got a long offseason of having to worry about RG3 coming back. And we had we, 10 wins. We had 10 wins. Five out of six victories in the division, swept Dallas, knocked them out of the playoffs on national TV, beat them twice on national TV. And everyone on ESPN predicted us to have a worse season than the year before. People were telling us we were going to have like two and three win seasons. And we won the division. We won the division. Dudes. Let's wrap it up. All I got to say about that is, So I got to point this out. Dudes. What? Oh, Oh. You can still go to NFL.com slash voting slash rookies and vote for your rookie of the year at NFL.com. And uh, I just wanted to point out that the Redskins is the only team that has two rookies out of five, five or six, five. Wow. That are two out of five rookies are Redskins, RG3 and Alfred Morris, with company like Andrew Luck, Doug Martin from the Buccaneers, and Russell Wilson of the Seahawks. So go to NFL.com slash voting slash rookies and vote for, and you can vote multiple times. Vote right. for your favorite Redskin. Pick your Redskin. Pick, pick your them Redskin. both. If you're Aaron, you'll pick out for Morris because you apparently hate RG3 now. For not <laughs> oh, great. Him. Here we go. <laughs> Aaron, now, Aaron secretly RG3 voted is for Dude, I was the one that I was the one that was so that advocated for him the most last season. Aaron was the first person I ever knew who was just like, no, we really have to get this guy RG3. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you shout see a Cowboys to, fan. Shout outs to the usual. And if you see a Cowboys fan, joke up! Joke up.